All right. Thanks for joining in. Had a fun uh, workshop earlier today that um, ran on getting unstuck. So I feel like that's been a theme in the the self-kindness orbit of late. Getting unstuck, what does that mean? How do we do it? Why are we even stuck in the first place? Um, but tonight, wanted to start off for all of us here together. Um, I know that I, I could use it as we come in in a, a minute or two um, late, but uh, just to take a moment to kind of ground ourselves, find ourselves in a chair, my sign. I was just saying we're going to take just a minute or two just to kind of be here. So whatever it is, I know for me and my neurodivergent world, sometimes I like to just do some <laughs> physical, rub the hands together, roll the shoulders, <clears throat> land myself just being here, ah, coming back to present. So, um, yeah. So I'm just going to invite us to do a couple of breaths together. And if you want to just breathe on your own, or you can follow my uh, guiding uh, prompts, that's good too. But um, I love this idea. Let's just, again, you know, find ourselves sitting in the chair, sitting comfortably, whatever that feels like for you. And we can just take a deep breath in. I like to draw it in through the nose and breathe out through the mouth. Maybe let's just do one more breath in through the nose, out through the mouth, coming back in. We're here, this space, this body. Slowing down and cherishing. And we are writing this story every moment. And like a good book, sometimes, you know, you're in a really exciting spot and you just, you can't put it down. You just want to thumb through it or, you know, get to the next page as quickly as you can. And then other moments, you know, you really want to savor it and it may be, I have found myself doing this, like intentionally putting the book down and, and grabbing a snack or something because I really want to savor just how good it is. And and we get to do that with us too. We get to tell the story in a way if we want that it's so good. I want to slow it down for a moment. I just want to be present. I just want to really stare. You know, I have my window right here. I just really want to stare out my window or, you know, want to take a pause. So letting that be, you know, just, just access to that. Um, Aaron, you know, I had a, um, <clears throat> you inspired a, um, an analogy. And so I was glad that you hopped on tonight. Um, and I think this works for all of us, you know, these little 
bits of narrative that we we tell you know we we come back to these practices and you know sometimes we find that it, it feels like fits and starts you know or other times it feels like um it's nowhere to be found but then at other times it feels like it kind of clicks and then you know you find that you click it again and you click it again and what i mean by clicking is like just being intentional about watching where our focus goes and so hey i was thinking about you um in this regard because it's kind of like all of a sudden i was like it's kind of like skiing right um i don't know for our southern hemisphere friends how much snow skiing you've done in your life um maybe you have in different places um <clears throat> but when i first met our friend aaron here he and i were living in the rocky mountains of the united states and one of the main activities because there's snow on the ground most of the time there's snow on the ground for about eight months of the year is snow skiing so um but i'm sure all of us know or have at least seen snow skiing enough to know that it's a series of turns right and you're to get yourself moving you're pointing the skis down the hill and so um but when you're first learning usually what you do is you turn a little bit and then and then you stop yourself and then you try to figure out how do i turn a little bit and then i stop myself and so I had this same, same idea that as we are learning these skills and are continuing to implement them in new and expanding situations, it's kind of like skiing in the sense that like, you know, it's exhilarating to start to put one or two together and that that is actually a challenge that we can make for ourselves. And so I was like, yeah, it's kind of like, you know, you, you ask that that we can ask ourselves that question like you know like is it okay to feel good here and like you know that so that's kind of like turning your your, your skis down the hill to like just test it out and then whoa okay I'm like whoa all right but yeah i kind of got it but then to, to put it together over and over and over again and if you haven't been snow skiing enough to 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 have had the experience of what it feels like once you get to a, a level of proficiency where it, you start to lose track of, of the action and you're just, it, it is, it, it's, it's kind of like for, for those actions that maybe all of us have done in our life where we, we lose ourselves a little bit in the action of the flow. And it's just like, that's, that's it's just a wonderful wonderful experience and so i noticed that even with the storytelling that we can like tell the story to say i like knowing that i'm continuing to be open to those experiences more and more often in my life so anyway Aaron, if you feel comfortable and you want to put your Instagram in the chat so all of us can can see some of those pictures that uh that I've seen of you out there. 
I have to just brag on Aaron a little bit. He's kind of a, the next level kind of outdoorsy adventure human being. So um, he's kind of living a, an, an adventure novel at times, uh, being out there in the great wilderness of the northern portion of the United States. Um, anyway, um, yeah, so tonight I, I wanted to just do a little bit of... Um, open up for review if anybody has had some questions around the self uh, inquiry um, invitation I made last week on Facebook I had asked the question um, you know what is something that you want in your self story that you believe isn't part of the story right now and uh, if you haven't seen that or, or checked into that uh, Mog wrote some really um, I thought thoughtful um, contemplation on that. So that we had a, a neat little back and forth there. So um, yeah, if we wanted to check in on any of that. And uh, and also that webinar that um, I had today is now living in the private podcast. So you can go back and listen to that all about getting unstuck. Um, and I think it's 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 something that we've touched on already in this group and we can continue to come back to it again and again and again but that that was just kind of like a you know a, a honed in half hour 45 minutes of time so uh i think it could be really um you know just a nice addition to some of the work that we're we're already doing so so yeah, so that's about where I am. Um, I would love to just open it up for for some questions, or we can even lean into some coaching, or touch upon some of the things that we have uh, explored already uh, in this group, and go from there. Um, and if there's nothing, I'm always happy to talk more. Um, I just wanted to say that um, I found it really interesting with the stuff we were talking about in Facebook where um, I ended up kind of drilling drilling down to identifying it was affinity that I, I wanted, so not infinity, affinity. Um, oh, all right. And that was very interesting both because as soon as I was actually able to name the feeling that is already in my life in a bunch of ways hmm. and and I can want more of it and all of that but I, I found it really interesting like when I was like I want to live in the country and also I don't want to live in the country because it tends to burst into flames um like I right. you know for me that that's like a conflict and I and I'm like eh, and, and it I ended up sort of, you know, drilling down across all of the context that affinity and like that would have been affinity with my environment, like wanting to be in an environment that is right for me and supportive. But um, it was just really interesting because as soon as I took the this is how I think I'm going to meet that need and actually went to but what is the actual desire that I'm trying to meet? It stopped being something that wasn't in my life and was something that I'm like, oh, no, I already have some of this. I can just have more. Oh, yes. Yeah. Because I wasn't trying to only get it in 
in my preconceived idea of I need this. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I found that really interesting because I did I did sort of go, oh, now what am I going to do with it? Yes, I want affinity. Um, but but immediately then going, well, actually, I already have that here and here and here, and this is how I set that up. So, so yeah. great. Yeah, yeah. I love it. Yeah, I, I, that's, 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 yeah, we're done. <laughs> how, how would you, uh, how would you define affinity in your, in your, in your thinking, Mog? Like just, I have my own idea of what it is, but it's like, what 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 would you describe it as? Yeah. Um. So I will just say that, like, I sometimes attach to words slightly differently than other people do. Um. And I'm not always accurate, but for me, it's like congruence. So congruence and alignment. Like when when you're aligned and all of that. But to me, congruence is an internal state. You're congruent with all of your different, you know, aspects and values and whatever, and you've just like, like congruently am after something. And for me, affinity is like that, but with what's around you, not just what, not what's inside you. Mm. And affinity also has like a yummy factor. Like it isn't just there, it's delicious. Mm. um it's it's not it's not just working it's mm, it's scrummy um so for me that's what that is yeah 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 thanks i almost feel like it has like a gravitational pull aspect too it's like you're drawn towards it there's that congruence and then there's also like yeah and it's like you're almost getting pulled in um a little so i love that i love that word I haven't thought about that word a long time, so thank In in NLP, there there was a model which was called setting up a, a a propulsion system, and that's when you unite a move away from drive with a move towards drive, so that you're not just avoiding something, but it's also propelling you towards what you do want. Yeah. And for me, affinity feels a lot like that. It is that slipstream being drawn mm. along factor, but again, mm. with that yummy. Yeah, I, I love that. I've been having that uh, conversation with people about the difference between motivation and inspiration in that same same way. You know, motivation is more of, a, of has like a push energy versus inspiration, that drawing uh, aspect to it uh, and, and filling up at the same time. Um, I also love what you just said, Mog, because like it, that is another part, even in this rewriting the story, is that, um, you know, our brains, our minds, they're, they're so smart and they're just, they, I, I, it's just apparent that if the brain doesn't want to change, it, it's not going to. It'll say, yeah, oh, the change is great. Let's do that. And then three days later, you're like, what? And brain's like, oh, yeah, yeah, we're going to do that change. It's great. But it has, it really has no interest in changing, right? So the only way that I believe that we can actually help inspire the brain to change is to do exactly what you said. It's like put 
that the inspiring thing for the brain to change into, right? Because, you know, even if we're using the self-inquiry, the brain's like, well, I know ultimately the question is like, who am I without it? And it's like, so like, why do I want to play this game? Because essentially you're saying like, you're fine without me. So I'm not playing this self-inquiry game, right? <laughs> but it's like, no brain, actually what we're doing is we're finding who we are without it to let you just be free and just like go beyond anything that you have ever known and experienced before. So that can feel a little bit more enticing or exciting or, um, you know, for the brain versus like, I got to change your brain because you're, you know, you're doing it wrong. So. Neat stuff. I'm glad you brought that up because um, um, I, I quite like the idea. When you're talking, I thought of the word coherence, and that's come into my field a little bit lately as well. With like um, getting kind of, and I think maybe this might be a bit of the struggle with us neurodivergences and ADHD is specifically is like um, kind of getting not moving away from, but like getting being less in our heads and more in our hearts and kind of like sensing what we're actually feeling uh, versus thinking about it. Um, and I think that, yeah, your description of affinity really rings home to me. And I, I quite like that. I might do some exploring myself. So that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah so you know, just to to reiterate or to, you know, summarize the the conversation in the on Facebook, um, you know, there was Mong had put some things that, you know, maybe seemed appealing in the self story that, that was isn't there right now. And then I wrote back and said, Well, um, you know, is there a theme of a feeling that connects all of those? And so that's kind of what helped spark that. Um, and I see all of you nodding because you have all sat with me or at least heard me time and time again say, oh yeah, well, that's great. So, and how would that make you feel? And so that feeling question is always going to do exactly what you're saying to sign the, uh, taking us out of it being an intellectual and bringing it into the field. And I do this all the time, even though it's like my life's work and passion right now. I have a, a, a therapist that I meet with weekly who's, you know, specific to working with me as an ADHD human being. And we were talking about something, you know, there's always something, even though I'm pretty sure I'm, I'm almost all the way like, cured of every you know every issue i've ever had right i'm almost almost perfect i'm getting there <laughs> but um he says sarcastically so we found something surprisingly and she asked me to you know she was walking me through some of these very same questions and it was just great because all of a sudden she said well do you notice that you stopped talking about how that made you feel 
and started like talking about, you know, essentially I was like describing, uh, intellectualizing the experience. And so we just flip into it all the time, all the time. Um, and then we bring it back. That's the skiing analogy, or we'll have to come up with a, uh, 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 another analogy if skiing is not your thing. Um, yeah. Anyway. Breathing. Breathing could be a good one. You know, like <laughs> we don't really put much thought into that and like we do it. Yeah. Um, and yet it's something that we so easily forget about how we're doing it. Right. right. It can right. just bring us back to our center so easily. Um. So, yeah, I mean, <clears throat> the getting unstuck um, is is has been such a fun conversation. I'd love to hear what um, if any of you have 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 noticed the idea of having a feeling be um, information for you that it's a pointer or an indicator just like your you know fuel tank in your vehicle is an indicator it has nothing to do with the car that you're driving or the model of the car you know so in a similar way the feeling that each of us are having has nothing to do with the human that we are our worthiness our undeservedness or whatever it's like it's just an indicator it's a pointer and it's just a pointer of the degree to which we are, you know, maybe moving in a direction that is not, I'm not going to say that it's not even, it's opposing. It's just not in the same direction of that part of us that we, you know, call higher self, that we call source energy, that we call vibration, you know, whatever our name is for it. So have any of you been testing this this idea out of like feeling as an indicator and or have you noticed it show up um in your life and if no i have an example i mean i, I oh, okay. no no you go because i have been dominating so <laughs> <laughs> oh, i was just gonna i was just gonna say thank you mug um that i get the feelings and they come through, but then I'm like, my default is to kind of, okay, don't, can't deal with that right now. And, and and it relates to what you were saying last week, Mog, with how like, um, you were talking about how you kind of looked at this at the self-inquiry worksheet and you sort of intellectualized it. Oh, yep, cool, cool, cool. And then we kind of uncovered and then you worked out that it was like a self-protection mechanism. And I kind of thought it was like, for me, it felt like vulnerability and exposure. And it's the same kind of thing. It's like, I know I need to feel my feelings. But the integration piece, I feel, is very challenging. Just like, um, yeah, just getting out of the head into the heart. Like, I feel I can do that when I'm like going into meditation, like at two a.m. and <laughs> putting my earphones yeah. on. I'm like, yeah, I really need to go to fucking bed now. I need to wake up in a few hours for kids. Like, then I can like zone out and just like feel my essence, um, and then drift off, which is lovely. But to kind of do that in the day. <clears throat> At times it'll probably really benefit me during my waking hours. Um, I feel like um, my default mode is thinking that it's like a waste of time. I need to just keep cracking on. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. 
it's a waste of time so that yeah that's the that's again that's the brain that's got that one lock locked in we know that this has done stuff in the past for this human being that you know doing this stuff over here is a waste of time that keeps us focused ready go we're gonna live that one so anytime you're asking the brain to do something different out of that it's gonna come back to it's a waste of time or something similar to that so that's where it becomes you know just it can become part of this you know first we need to find that it's a waste of time you can you know also recognize what emotion travels with it's a waste of time in like in this case it's what we're filling in for it is something you know I can go pretty general, but just say like something that is pleasant for you, something that's helpful for you. This is also something that I know this is showing up a lot in the self-kindness conversation is this idea of deprivation that like, we're going to make up for the deficiency that we have, you know, in life over here of where we're not matching up to the standards that we're setting by like uh you know the like depriving ourselves of something so it's like well if i can't make it over here by achieving i'm going to deprive myself over here so i'm going to like try to balance it out that's right and that's why joy is i find a challenge to get to uh and you know without yeah like to kind of craft joy feels very weird but it's actually quite easy like you know just put on a good song that doesn't take much and I know this um but then yes the deprivation thing is kind of like nope it's stoicism yeah work hard you must be you know sans enjoyment yeah yeah Mm -hmm. and I think what you shared yesterday just I'll just keep it anonymous but from somebody that you know is a person you care about in your life saying that they just want to unplug from the world and but sometimes they feel like if they unplug from the world like there's this creeping suspicion that they either won't know how to plug back in the right way or like that they're going to get in trouble somehow mm-hmm. or like wanting to um, unplug so it's like we stay in this this mode of doing what we're supposed to do even though we don't love what we're supposed to do, at least that's better than, you know, again, back to finding an alternative narrative that it inspires us to, to make the change. Like it is, it's, it's, it's tough. It's tough to integrate, especially in a world that is, um, you know, is like this, these conversations are still kind of on the edge, on the fray, if you will, of, of larger world culture dominant thoughts. So, yes. Mm-hmm. Welcome to the cats. Uh, yeah. I'll follow, I'll follow up with that. Uh, Sean, something that you said, like just this idea that you'll put on a song or something and you can enjoy it. Like for me, I feel like I won't even allow myself to do that. 
like I'll even do things I enjoy, but I still won't like give myself. It's like I actually need someone to sit down, like almost with Pete, or say Pete can give me permission to enjoy myself. Or like even when I'm doing things I should enjoy, I don't enjoy them because I won't allow it to. It's like I just can't get there, even though I've been coached toward things that like I'm drawn towards, towards affinity, but I won't even do it. Like I'll do it. I'll, sometimes I'll even do it. I'll play the song, but I won't allow myself to enjoy it because I'm continuing in this train of and I wouldn't even call it like a narrative. It's a feeling. There are indicators that I'm not congruent with the path I want to be on, you know, whatever they are. But So I don't even know. I, I, like, I can meditate at night, too. Like, that's when I finally let down or I finally sit. And I'm like, okay, now I'll allow myself. But during the day, it's hard. It's hard just to do a hard reset on some of these pathways. So I don't know. I just want to say I, what you said resonated with me. So. Thank you, Aaron. And I just I want to call out that here I am finding myself challenged in my judgments of you before from um, Pete pitching you as someone who like you know you're into your outdoors and stuff, and so and I and <clears throat> seeing you with your cool hat on and your earphones and stuff, and I've really like in my mind gotten clear on you being someone who clearly finds a lot of enjoyment in in life. Like I instantly yeah. have. Um, <laughs> isn't it yeah. funny how? Speaking of narratives, we judge books by their covers or our first impressions, right? And like, here I'm hearing from another human who struggles in the same way as me that I instantly almost wrote off in a way at the beginning because I thought not wrote off, but like in terms of like the joy piece. So that's it's interesting, challenging my own narrative of others, maybe. Hmm. Yeah, Yeah, you wouldn't always think it, right? Like there's certain people you say, oh, they got it all. And then you're like, no, actually... It looks good from a distance, but reality is it's like the mind is powerful. It can take- when we peel back the layers, right? Yeah. Right. And I think like that is is such a a, a wonderful um realization. Um, you know, sometimes and we can maybe even do this work is um, you know, is writing out what we see in another person like the good or the things that 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 um that we that we admire that we respect about another human being and then we actually can use the self-inquiry process which at the very end is turning the thoughts around and practicing that the, the reason why we, you know, it's always a vibrational match. So the reason why we respect, we enjoy, we love aspects of another person is because we have that receptor, that we have that ability in us. And it's so, so it's like, you know, the very things that we see in another person, like that receptor is in us. And like, it can be a very powerful practice to, you know, take things that we're saying about other people and put it on us and just like watch what we do with that. Um, It's like, uh, but it's all 
storytelling, right? And sometimes we really like the story we're telling about a person. Sometimes we don't like the story that we're telling about a person. And, but it's, it's, you know, ultimately we're the storyteller. So. Kitty looks so comforting right now. If you're listening very, to this, she's very happy. <laughs> yeah. If you're listening to this on uh, the audio recording, Mog has a wonderful snuggly cat right now. Um, that's, I think, mm -hmm. making us all smile. Yeah. She gets jealous when I have video chats. So lots of my work meetings look like this. <laughs> <laughs> She's reminding you who's like the actual number one over here. Like, <clears throat> uh huh. Uh huh. So, yeah pets and um and children they remind us of that idea of um like there is no question of deservedness like the true nature is that we are all 100% deserving And I, you know, at times when I sit and I look at my own internal narrative or the narrative of the human story, like, I think it's, it's just amazing that we can convince ourselves um, that we can create such a convincing narrative that, that, that we would, could ever not be deserving. I think that's actually a, an incredible feat that that we've done um mm. so and also we can recognize that and be like well um what a sweet homecoming to do the work to bring us back to an actual real deal connection with deserving i feel like this is like the contention of all the it's the um, the nugget or the seed seeds even the wrong word because seed has got so much potential but it's the kind of reason for so much discontent in the world and hatred and uh, the othering of everyone mm. whether it's race gender religion um uh, geographic location whatever is because of this um sense of deep sense of like undeservedness of the self in ourselves and then therefore that gets projected on others maybe like it's a societal ill kind of like which is why the self-inquiry work is so important right yeah i think it's 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 a very um helpful it's a very helpful tool to kind of loosen up the I feel like the solidity of the narrative, you know, because these these stories that we tell, they feel so real. They feel so absolute. And we just say the things and we don't even hear ourselves at times saying the things, but you know, it, it, but we do, 
And then, you know, a tool like self-inquiry is um, that we somehow are able to to loosen that up a little bit. It's like concrete that we somehow are able to like move, turn it back into something that's fluid so we can reform it a little bit. And, um, you know, it's, it's, yeah, it becomes a, um, yeah. just a question of how much do you want to question? Because there is not, there is, in my own personal experience, and I know other people using the self-inquiry tool, you can literally question anything. Like, it's a wall. Is it true? Yes, it's a wall. And I absolutely know that it's true. It's a wall. Well, I can't because on a quantum physics level, this wall is not here. It's not solid the way that I'm saying that it is. So anything and everything can get questioned. And again, the brain, if it doesn't have a safe place to land, is, is not going to go there. Um, meaning like it's not going to see the benefit of it. And it's, it's, it's um, yeah, it's, it's a lovely it's a lovely adventure. I don't know how I got off onto this tangent. Maybe just about the idea of deserving that you, that we each individually deserve the opportunity to question any story that, that feels bad. You know, I feel like I've heard this in multiple places on multiple uh, platforms from people and teachers that seem like they are, you know, they have their you know, they have woken up, if you will. And it really seems to boil down to, you know, like the Buddha actually who just said, you know, I'm awake or other teachers that have said something to the extent, like, I just know the difference between what hurts and what doesn't. Like, it's really that simple. If it hurts to think a thought, help yourself focus on something else. If it hurts to feel an emotion, help yourself focus on something else. You know, but if we're so like convinced that like, no, we got to think of people that are starving. That's how I'm going to help them. It's like, but that hurts. Like that creates hurt inside of us. And so, but if you want like to use that example, like, like see people being nourished, like see yourself helping or like get up out of your chair and go help people. Like there's always a move that can take you out of the pain, but we live in a place that like feeds us all day long. No pain, no gain. Come on, let's do this. Cowboy up. You got it. Stop being so idealistic, Pete. doesn't work that way. Like, boom, look at that narrative that just got told. Pain doesn't work that way. Cowboy up. Don't listen to yourself. That was all just the story that, that just got told there in about three or four sentences. I'm I'm having trouble with like <laughs> wanting to own a different narrative and feeling it sort of bubbling up within me, but also partly wanting to still tell the old narrative. Um kind of just anyway in one-on-one -on -one conversations with people. 
but also as I kind of embark on my own like journey, like um, in my my coaching practice, like I want to I want to explain myself kind of like where I've got to um, because I feel like I've got this 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 post that I want to make and it just keeps getting longer, which clearly means I've got a lot to say about it, but it's about rage and anger. And um, and it's like I want to send that out, but it's like I feel like that's a shit narrative to send out, but like I feel like it's it kind of deserves a like we need it. Yeah, I'm just kind of stuck between this thing of like, yeah, I want to own this new narrative, but like the old narrative is still part of me, kind of. Yeah, I get to choose how I how I act with it now. But like it's still part of my story. Uh, yeah. Until it's not, or um, until it's okay with you that it's part of your narrative. I think the explaining thing is is a wild experience, and yeah, I can come back to my thing, Aaron, if you had something you wanted to say. Yeah, I just had a question. You know, like I, you said, rage and anger. And I think sometimes, like, there's some anger pieces to my narrative, like, that put me in a space where, uh, yeah, like, I, I justify my anger. I don't know. I have no idea what you are talking about, your 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 post and stuff like that. So bear with me. But uh, it's, it's, it's like sometimes I don't want to let go of my anger because that leaves – the world or takes the world off the hook or takes certain like situations in my past off the hook like you know and so and without that maybe that well true forgiveness or or even just people understanding my part of my story doesn't help it doesn't allow them to understand me in some ways and like you know but i don't know i don't i don't know if that's where you're at but there has been times where i've I felt like I don't want to give up my anger because I feel like there's something there. And I, I still, I think it, I'm, you know, I want to hold on to it because, but at the same time, like Pete says, and Kurt is like, it's not necessarily serving me or like, it's not propelling me down a, a slope. Um, motivates me, but it doesn't inspire me. I'll tell you that sometimes, right? Oh, Pete, it's, like, a it's a pushing yeah, energy yeah. thing. As opposed hey, you, to like, yeah. but you know, the, the, the anger is, isn't an issue, right? None of these feelings are, are issues in of themselves. And it's like the anger actually is like such a, um, it's such an empowering emotion, especially when you're feeling helpless or hopeless or depressed. Like anger is like, it's, it's powerful. It feels good to mm. like, it, because it's moving us into a place that's a little, again, remember, it's always like these little bit of movement. It's like, it's a little bit better than feeling totally unempowered, uh, like spinning out, having like, and feeling like, well, what's the purpose? Like anger gives us that purpose for a moment. And, you know, like, yeah, I think there's a, a, a lot in what you said, Aaron, but like, thank you for for sharing that. So I think the thing with anger goes back to what other people around us 
have thought about our anger and are we still you know attending to that what we have heard around us about our anger or what we have made you know depending on other people's anger what we have made it mean about us so it's like if we saw somebody who would fly off the handle and hurt other people then we made that connection in our own narrative about anger hurts other people so i better get it out of it quickly or if i'm no longer angry like maybe you saw somebody who aaron and your experience i have no idea but like who lessened their anger and the other people weren't held accountable so it's like this narrative between like the degree to which i am angry holds other people accountable hmm. so so that's why we want to like we can check in on all of these stories and all these narratives and it also goes back to what you were saying cyan about explaining yourself it's like when we are coming into that you know that affinity that alignment that yumminess within us it it like it it is and we can't explain to another person adequately that so what do we do with that what we start to do is like we start to really understand and see if i can do it it's possible for everybody and i feel like that it is um yeah so explaining anytime i need to explain myself like that's one of those red red flags of or a little warning bell of like oh wow i've like moved back into like really being a player in in a narrative mm. like hearing one of the meditation teachers i listen to frequently called sarah blondin absolutely incredible you guys if you've come across the word i'll share it with with you um and the way she talks is just it's like this nourishing hug that you yeah didn't even know you needed and you can tell that she's been through a lot of pain and trauma in her life because of her like the way she talks but i haven't yet like delved into her story i have no idea what her pain and trauma is at all but I, this wisdom that she comes through with is just so um yeah it's like she sees your humanness without ever having met you because she knows because she's been through it mm -hmm. But then like, then it's the whole, I'm not there yet, you know? So moving through all this stuff and I feel like I can't just wait to get on the other side of all the anger and all the other stuff before I actually like go out there and tell it like it is, I guess. Right. And I, did, I, I also love the refrain that Mog posted in the chat which was, mm -hmm. you know, what if the anger and, you know, rage are indicators? And then, you know, asking, well, what is it that you, you do want on the other side of, either on the other side of, of the, the anger or the rage? Yeah. Yeah, 
Like if I'm going on about the patriarchy on one side, like what's it that I want on the other side, or if I'm going on about, uh, yeah, just whatever. Yeah, gosh, interesting. Um, hmm. I think that this idea of, you know, explaining yourself, like it, that's another one that is really learned you know it's, it's like you can almost hear a teacher or a parent saying something like you know explain yourself and you know have you when when we are in touch what i i you know again i like to ask myself like if i am in touch of something that inspires me or delights me or just like i'm just moved to something like uh, I'm walking down the street and I smell donuts and I'm just like, why or where is that coming from? You know, where is that fried deliciousness happening right now? You know, I don't need to like then say inside my head, like explain yourself, Pete, why are you excited about this smell? It's just like, again, it's like internally, we start to internalize those external voices. So there are parts of us that that we do use that internal narrative of like explaining yourself, but it literally can be a practice to live life without explaining yourself. And so hard to stop explaining yourself. I've, I've been trying to do that more because I came to the realization that, when I'm over explaining, you know, there's normal explaining and there's over explaining. When I'm over explaining, it's because I feel like um, I've done something or intend to do something or want to do something and someone else is going to disapprove. And so I'm laying out all of the justifications. Here's my research. Here's why it's okay that this was my decision and that's the the path I took because what I want at the end of it, like I want their little stamp of approval. I want them to go, that was the correct decision. Well done. Mm -hmm. Um, And there has almost never been a situation in which I have felt that way to begin with and gotten that stamp of approval because the people that I'm having that response to aren't approving of what I'm doing. Yeah. And the people who do approve of what I'm doing don't need the, you know, they're the ones that look at you and go, cool story, bro. You know, go to it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, it, but it is really hard. Yeah, it is. And then the people that you do convince, there's a part of you that doesn't like buy into it. Like you don't believe them. Why? Because you don't believe yourself that you were like, it's, it's, so it's all like your own, your own gig. Yeah, like if you actually convince someone, then that just reinforces that, oh, okay, I finally used the magic combination of phrases, words, and proof. And that just makes you think you need to do that more. So, like, exactly. But yeah, it is is a fun one to do something, feel the urge to explain, and just like "Mm," hold it in bite my tongue, bottle it up for as long as I can, and just, you know, not forever. I'm, I'm sort of going, like, just how long can I not explain 
And sometimes that can be till the person goes, right, see you later, and yeah. leaves. And then I'm yeah. like, oh, my God, they, they didn't want an explanation at all and I didn't give one. Yeah. And then yeah. I'll usually have a conversation with them like the next time I see them about how I didn't explain that just so that <laughs> I still feel good. But, you know, we do baby steps. <laughs> oh, so good to be onto ourselves. Yes. Yep. Yep. So you still get the final say with the justification, like the next time it's like. Yes. Yeah. The ultimate kind of witnessing of yourself. Um, I just wanted you to know that I didn't explain myself and I didn't do that because. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> my you're goodness. explaining yourself. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So issue me my gold star. Like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, you it's know. Yeah. But it's, it's... We need to give that gold star. Yeah. Or we can. We have the chance to. Yeah. So it's like a lost cause, isn't it? Is explaining, explaining yourself? Yeah, yeah, like it's kind of like it... no, no one ever can really know. Like I can, t I can talk to him blue in the face about like the feeling that I feel of about something, and but you won't ever know because you're only ever going to take it in and make it your own. Yeah. Wow. What a mind blowing thing. But only this only relates to everything in your life. This only relates to everything. Oh, Pete's classic one liner. Oh, only but all the time. <laughs> only every time. That's another one of yours. Um wow. You see that person that you live with in your house? It's a story. If you don't love them, it's not their fault. It's because you're telling a story about them. That's why this self-inquiry stuff can be really wild. And I get it, Aaron, when you say like, but I'm letting them off the hook. And it's like, well, who are you letting off the hook? It's but a person that you've made up in your head. So is that even them? I feel like I had this lesson, like driven home by, you know, the fact that I ha have kids. I got to witness this again and again by walking into their room and there was this argument and obviously they were wrong. Um, you know, they didn't do whatever, or like they talked back, like whatever it was walking into their room and saying, you know what, buddy, I'm sorry. I was really grumpy. And like, even if it was 99.9% .9 them, I owned up to my portion of it for me again because that it didn't feel good in the moment but it felt good telling the narrative that i'm a good dad so these can be really powerful and talk about like watching the whole like other part of me like i'm letting them off the hook oh my gosh i'm letting go and they're going to be like 
terrors in society and they're going to never learn this lesson if I don't drill it home to them and they're never so we'll see when they're in therapy in 10, 15 years and blaming you for all the woes which they will because it's like I 100% believe that they're seeing a narrative about me and anytime I'm explaining myself well all I'm doing is I'm trying to insert portions of what I want into the narrative that they're telling about me that has been one of my big challenges that I've I've come to realize um, so I don't know I'm, I'm autistic as well as ADHD and so um, I've often had the label of being a control freak because I I do get very controlling of my environment because of, you know, stimulus and stuff like that. And I've learned the difference these days, like people think I'm trying to control them and what I'm trying to control is the sensory input and sometimes they make sensory input. <laughs> um, and so, I you know, I, I genuinely I didn't take, it took me many years before I realised, like, I, I don't give any kind of care in the world about what you actually do so long as I don't have to like hear it when I'm having sensory issues and you know if I could selectively just not have ears at that point in time that'd work um but so I I have a lot of um you know semantic loading around the terms being controlling and stuff but one of the things that surprised me that I have realized is that I have been trying to control the narrative, like the overarching narrative, not of my life, but like it's not enough for me to have a good life and enjoy it and all of that. Other people must also acknowledge this and see me the way I want to be seen and everything. Mm -hmm. And it's only been a very recent realisation that I'm like, I absolutely cannot in any way, shape or form control the narrative that is in their head about me or about anything else and it isn't my job to mm. and and again like you know talking about repetitively choosing losing battles to like make your life about and and you know making my life about trying to make sure other people think the right things about me in mm. their heads that I don't have access to <laughs> but but contorting myself battle. sorry it's a, it's a losing battle that's so true yeah. yeah I don't even effing well know what is in their heads about me let alone can I control it and make sure it shows me in the light that I want to be shown like no. uh. <laughs> yeah. and so yeah it's another thing that, that every now and again I'm catching I'm like okay, you're getting really, really worked up about this and spotting and it's be- it's because they might think a thing about me, you know. Um, <laughs> and they're oh. just going, maybe maybe I should care about what I think about me a bit more. Yes. As an alternative. Yeah. <laughs> Pete, so, Pete don't, you, don't, don't you have a, a truism one-liner for that too? Like, uh, like you know, it's always... You can only control people's thoughts all the time, but never or something like that. Don't you have another, 
like you do you always like their business is their business your business well is your yeah business. i mean the, the, you know byron katie with with the self-inquiry right you know she's the one who um also coined this idea that there's only three types of business in the entire world and that's our business the other person's business and you know source god's business and we only have agency we don't even totally have agency to control our own business the most agency actually that i would say that we have is to be a witness of our business and then maybe we can start to be intentional and deliberate about how that business unfolds but another person's business it's hopeless but we all do it all the time you would you would just always tell me or in the past you'd say that's their business here that's their business not your business it's your yeah. business like I, it's not for me to it is even our business. even the people that we are responsible for maybe at work or you know i i've worked with a lot of teachers and yeah like even it's always your business and your business might be to if you're a parent or whatever like keep you know like be attuned to the safety of your charge but it's still not your business to be you know controlling them yeah i had a, a call earlier this morning where the lady was saying um that she'd had come across, uh, across a sort of concept recently i think in the focus community where it was like um um, we think that other people think uh, what they think of us. Um, we think oh, it's, it's like this kind of, it goes around and ultimately what it comes down to is that like, actually we think that they think what they think of us, but actually they think what they're thinking of us. Like, yeah. do you know what I mean? It's like this weird, <laughs> it's much more eloquently than I've just said it. Um, yeah. But just like it's exactly what we're yeah. all talking about here and um but it's just so then it just goes to like what you're talking about like with your post it's like your post is for you like your post even if it's like it's for you in the sense that like i believe i'm bringing medicine to the world and so like it's it's always going to be internal 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 even though it looks external 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 yeah and like that's freedom that becomes freedom and again i bring it back to like that is a self-kind move why because you are helping one human being that you can actually help in that moment and that's self so you're being kind to self. Yeah, true. We forget ourselves in that equation, right? We can actually be kind to ourselves too. It doesn't always need to be outward. Yeah, because being kind to ourselves ultimately will lead to a fuller cup, will mean that it overflows and it goes into other people's cups. Like, no brainer really, but like, but it's a waste of time, guys. <laughs> it is. Oh my gosh. Well, we are out of time for our the time together for this week. 
Um, so thank you much. Uh, questions and thoughts. If you are coming over to the Facebook world, um, you can post things over there and see what's, what's going on in the group. Um, or jot down questions, send them to me, and I can post them there as well. And uh, until then, let's just keep on playing with this whole idea of, um, I think one of the things that was underneath here was the idea of deservedness. And I think the thing that we can play with a little bit with that deservedness is you witnessing your need to explain yourself this week watch where that shows up because being a person that is 100 deserving of just being doing living who you are into the world and that's enough um there's no need to explain you just get to show up and that's 100 enough so test it out see what happens show up five minutes late and don't explain yourself just walk in and be all of you or you know say five minutes to the end of a meeting like okay thanks so much i'm heading out bye and just you know don't explain yourself just have or leave the washing unfolded untended to just still on the line yeah Awesome. Let like and and this is what's really fun. It's like you're just you're mm. allowing another human being to have their own experience, which is actually what you always want for yourself. So there you go. All right. Great. Love to all of you. Thanks, Pete. Fabulous, fabulous. Rest of I your day. To join Facebook group while we're on the call earlier, and um, I can't, but I'll. I'll ask you to just maybe resend me the invite, Pete, or whatever. But. Perfect. Yeah, that's a great reminder. If you're not on there and you do want to be on there, just reach out to me and we'll make that work. All right. This will be posted on the podcast uh, within the next 24 hours or so, and we'll be continuing to move along. New stuff is coming onto the client portal, too. I meant to say that at the top, but anyway. Love y'all. Thank you, Pete. Thank you Bye. all. Bye.